The Coast Breakfast Catch-Up. Today on the show, we debate whether Sir Elton John's new collab with Britney Spears is a good thing for him. We try the world's hardest tongue twister and a little bit of science with my science, Sean. And good news, I made it to the end. Also, with it being prize-giving season at the moment for a lot of you know winter sports teams, we delve into some of the things you got, like the most improved, biggest effort in swimming sports, but I got an award that I was never, ever entitled to. Shocking. It is. And I should have said no. Unacceptable. But I didn't. No, you didn't. And I still feel bad about it. You should. Especially now. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Planning meetings. Very important when you work in radio and lots of other professions as well. You know, it's important to get the band together, get the group of workers together, sit down and just plan for the future. And that's what we do occasionally. And on this particular occasion, we decided that we were going to go and leave the office and go to one of our houses and have a sit down, have some cake and do a little bit of planning. And Shreddy, you put your hand up for the job here, didn't you? Yeah, well, I didn't see anyone else putting their hand up when our... Um, oh, no, I had my hand up. When I our lovely like... producer, Mikhail, said, guys, I think we should go off-site. Who wants to have it at their house? And you two went under the desk. Well, no, I thought, I thought I'm happy to have it at our place, but we live so far away. It's just been half yeah. a day getting to our house. And I'm I glad thought, we well, didn't go to Jason's house. We'd have had to take a, I don't know, take a plane ride. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you weren't glad that you were at my house, which I thought would have suited you because you live a K away. Yeah, well, in retrospect, it would have been better to have it at my house. With the screaming babies. Exactly. That's why we didn't have it at my house. So we went to Tony's house because we thought that that would be the best thing. But Streety was in the middle of renovations. And let's just say, when you're trying to plan for the future, plan for this great radio show that is Coast Breakfast, it's very hard to do it with this in the background. (laughs) This is actual audio of us at our planning meeting. <laughs> I just thought, are we a nimble show or not? Can we keep ourselves on our toes and can we think through the noise? Well, then, the, then there's we the, pushed through. We did push through. Then there was the cake as well. Like we're all meant to be shredding for Hawaii, and you brought out not one but two cakes. Well, I didn't bake them. It just so happened we had the Spider-Man party and we had my sister's birthday party. And you, Sam, were the only miserable person that didn't have a piece of cake. No, so. rephrase that. You were the only person with discipline that stuck to the plan of Hawaii and didn't. Cake. Okay, Tony's invite Sam to your next party. I know, you're listening to this thinking to yourself, wait, they planned that show? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Tony Street, Jace Reeves, and Sam Wallace. The Coast Breakfast Right, I'm about up. to read you a list, and I want you to think carefully about whether this is on your to do list today. Okay. I saw this pop up on my Instagram, and I thought, man, I can relate to this. And it's called The Mother Load. And it's basically a, a whole list of all of the things that you do in any given day. Okay. And the whole point of the post was <laughs> cut yourself some slack. You got a lot on your plate. The juggle is real. Sometimes I don't think you realize how much you're juggling until it's written down in front of you, right? Totally. So, here we go. I want you to see if you're doing any of these things today. Is it likely to happen? Sports practice for someone. No. No, not today. Okay, that's right. Reply to emails. Yes. Never. Doctor's appointment. Yes, we've got it. Well, I'm not doing it though. Sarah's doing it. (laughs) A work deadline. Yes. Yeah. You're going to wrap a present. Yes. What do you mean you're wrapping a present today? Well, we've got birthday. Well, we're away later this week, and we've got birthday birthday parties okay. to deal with. He has friends. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, try to squeeze in some exercise. Yes. Decide on yep. what to have for dinner. Oh, that's Sarah's job. It's a pink job. <gasps> You're a bad person. Uh, folding washing. Yes. Ah, Don't pink. say it. Don't say it. <laughs> Sarah does the washing. This is why it's called the mother load, not the father load. That's it. Even though, Jace, I know that you apply for father load. Uh, <laughs> I had to get that in quickly. <laughs> Okay. It's an unusual connotation, <laughs> doesn't it? Sure. Change the name, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, carry Stop on. Stop it, you do. Take the dog to the vet. 
No. Or take no. the dog for a walk. I don't yes. even have a dog. Yes. <laughs> you don't love animals. That's okay. Oh, that is, don't you turn But if you did, you'd walk the dog. Years, you didn't even have a pet and you were the animal hater of the show. <laughs> I grew up on a farm, y'all. Yeah, well, you eat uh, animals. <laughs> call back your parents or call your parents. Yep. Yep. I'm seeing my parents today. Nice. Fill up the car. You actually, no, that's a check. I, that's can't, a check. I can't squeeze that in. Do the food shopping. <laughs> no, 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 no. Pink job. Okay, so do you Stop. think you, you ticked 80% of that list? Yeah, Sam, no, you did 10% of the list. <laughs> Jace, I reckon right. you are close to 80%. Close to, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I want you to cut yourself some slack today because that is Thank a big you. mother load, Jason, Thank you. to be <laughs> carrying. I'm going to do less today. I'm going to drop but some jobs. Of the, pe- of the people who juggle a lot, though, Tony, you juggle a lot. I mean, I would imagine you're probably 90 to 100% of all those things. Right? Oh, I compiled my own list. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, but if you think you can add to that mother load list, because I think it's important that we write all of these things down just to be like, you know, we're actually achieving a yeah. lot in a day. Sometimes it doesn't feel like it, but sometimes you really, really are. So what else would you add to your mother load list? What else do you have to get done today? Um, <sighs> feed the cat. You feed him occasionally. <laughs> you don't feed the cat. Nah, it's a pink job. <laughs> feel good with Tony, Jace and Sam's Coast Breakfast Can't Sharp. We're talking about the mother load and I saw this on Instagram and it's a way to make yourself feel better about what you're achieving in a day. Right, you know how sometimes you run around doing lots of stuff and feel like you're just not achieving anything? Yeah, the mundane tasks seem to take over your entire life and you kind of get to the end of the day and you're like, I haven't done anything. But you actually have. You have. And if you write them all down, it makes you feel better. And I've got an example of a mother load here and see how many of these you tick off. Fill up the car, food shopping, calling back Mm. your parents, taking the dog to the vet, deciding what to have for dinner, folding the wash, Wrapping a present, trying to exercise, your work deadlines, your doctor's appointment, your sports practice, that's it. and replying to emails. Now, that's just a small snippet. Yeah. So, we thought we could add to that mother load. Totally. Today. I'm going to add to it straight away because, you know, one of the, we're going away this uh, this week to Hawaii. And one of the biggest things that we've had to do is get our I visas, which means that we can work while we're in the state. The most complicated thing in the entire oh. world. And you know how you start your day and you're like, this is what I need to do. And then something pops up and it costs four hours. Yeah. And it's a big thing that you really don't lead, need on top of your daily mother load. No, that's exactly it. Do you know what else is kind of uh, impairing my day in terms of my father load is the fact that my passport hasn't even arrived yet (gasps) from the US consulate. So So we're fine on Thursday, over here, no passport yet. I know what you need to add to your list, stress about visa not arriving. That's exactly it. A few texts coming through on 2699. Leanne's off to a parent-teacher meeting this afternoon. Good times. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Rochelle is making certificates for the social netball mum's team prize giving. I've got someone here that's texted and said they need to get a wax because they're going overseas. Was that Tony Did you get my text? <laughs> that was from T <laughs> Street. Oh, no. Was it Jace? You <laughs> <laughs> well, got my text together. Derek, what about you? What are you going to juggle today? Well, not me personally, but a lot of parents will have to help while the kids with homework. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Yep, it usually yep. gets shoveled to the bottom of my list. Just and then that. at 8 o'clock at night, I'm like, have you done your spelling? Well, the yeah. next no. morning. <laughs> uh, another one, though, actually, I've just realised, I've actually booked in two haircuts today, so for my son and myself, trying to get haircuts done. Oh, That's yeah. busy. What about this? Someone has said that they take their seven grandkids to and from five different schools. Oh, That should be your only job of the day. I would just make that your sole job. You That's can't tough. fit anything else around that. No. Five schools? Five schools. What is going on there? You win. You You win. (laughs) Put your feet up. You've earned it. The Coast Breakfast Catch-Up with Tony, Jace and Sam. Do you reckon you're good at tongue twisters? 
Um, <laughs> I don't often do them, Jace. Like what? The quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog, that kind of that thing. That sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think particularly so, but we are broadcasters, so we should be okay at them, shouldn't well. we? Yeah, I struggle to, s- to speak English, to be honest. Let's <laughs> not make it overly complicated. Because a team of researchers and scientists in Massachusetts, they've found this, and so they've come up with it, actually. It is the world's most difficult tongue twister. And by the way, if you want this, text 2699. So just text the word tongue twister to 2699, and we'll text it back to you. So the psychologist who created this twister said you have one of two reactions when they try to do this, okay? <laughs> you either fail to repeat it or you stop talking altogether. It tricks your brain and you can't even talk. <laughs> wow. Right. Do you want to try it? Okay. So okay. what do we just say at once? No, you sort of say it ten times as fast as you can. There's oh, your one. Okay. Sammy, there's yours. So what it is, I'll just do it once slow so everyone can hear it. It's yep. pad, kid, poured, curd, pulled, cot. Right? Yep. Well that went okay. That went all right. Do you want to do it once slowly, Sammy? Pad, kid, poured, curd, pulled, cod. Okay, nice. Well done. So far, so good. Apparently, this is, this is what they're saying here, the world's toughest tongue twister. All right, I'm going to try it at, at speed. Okay. Here we go. Pad kid poured curd pulled cod. Pad kid poured curled. Oh, you got two in. You're two in. Two in. All right, here we go. Okay. Pad kid poured curd pulled cod. 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 Sam Wallace! That's good. Was that ten? No, I think it was seven, but I was doing so well I thought I'd stop before I failed. <laughs> you talk, I, think I, I think I've surprised I everyone think we this morning. Found your, we found your skill. Well, I surprised myself. <laughs> Tony Street, Jace Reeves, and Sam Wallace. The Coast Breakfast Catch Up. Can you believe it? We're at the end nearly of the winter sports season. So the football, the hockey, the netball, the rugby, they're all getting wound up. We've got we've got rugby prize giving this weekend. How did that happen? Who knows? I guess on the plus side. You don't have to go and stand in the rain anymore. Oh, there's definitely. I mean, when you coach, you 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 get to the end of the season and you're like, I'm pretty glad I don't have to go to practice tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. let alone the game. Yeah. Um, so it got me thinking about the trophies that get handed out because my husband's the rugby coach and he has to choose three girls in his Ripper rugby team to get uh, most outstanding, most improved, and the spirit award for the person who turns up and isn't a pain in the bum. Basically, <laughs> basically, yeah. And Did you win the Spirit Award, Sam? <laughs> no, I got the most improved. Do you remember? You all, everyone yeah. remembers. Even if you were someone that got multiple trophies, you remember that one trophy oh, yeah. that stood above all else, don't yeah. you? What I, was well, it? I can, I've only ever won three things in my life. I got a social studies award when I was in third form. Mm-hmm. I got most improved for under 11s for BMX, and I remember getting that trophy. It was at the Marlborough. Hall back by your old house, is it? What's called Mulberry yeah, Park? Park, yeah, Mulder yeah. Park. yeah oh, there's wow. a hall there, and Greenfield, I, north of Auckland. Yeah, yeah, and I had to, um, I had, I went up and, on stage in front of everyone. I remember I lifted the trophy up, and then everyone laughed. Why? Why? Well, I don't know. I think I over celebrated. <laughs> it was like, oh, oh, it's the most improved trophy, you know what I mean? Don't celebrate that one. Oh, no. I reckon you had sweaty armpits. Oh, I was eleven, oh, mate. That would be mean a, a to laugh. At most improved. Yeah, well, I think I. You know, just when you're a young kid. And I'd be proud of that. Wow, yeah. And then I won Celebrity Treasure and I had to give it all away to charity. Oh, that's oh. right. That's right. Do you know what? <laughs> what I re- a lovely thing you did, though. Well Thanks, done, man. I reckon, you. Thanks. I reckon you remember the most improved more than you do because when, to get most improved, mm. you're not the best, right? No, so you're not clearly. expecting to get a trophy. And I remember I got most improved swimmer in my under 40 swimming club. And I remember, oh, Eddie the eel over here, right? I remember feeling the same way because I was like, well, I'm blatantly not the best swimmer, so I'm not getting a trophy today. And then they called my name. I was like, what? I remember, though. How do you, how do you explain this? 
fun. I didn't get most improved. I got effort. Effort in swimming sports. Oh, no. Effort. So I was way down you the back. You just splashed really hard. No, I remember I did the backstroke and I took off in one end and did a, a full circle and ended up touching the end again because <laughs> I could hear everyone yelling my name but my ears were underwater. Didn't know what I was doing but I got a certificate for that. Jace, that, that's the we feel sorry for your <laughs> award. But that's what it is, eh? That's what the most improved award is. It's like you were so bad at the start and now you can swim. So, like... <laughs> I bet you the Queen has got her fair share of trophies in her life and that is where t- what we're talking about this morning because it's the end of the sports, the winter sports season and um, I, as a coach, I, it's a really hard job to pick who you're going to give. You might have two or three trophies to give out for the whole mm. team and you know you're going to crush people's souls and it's actually sure. really, it's really hard and as a kid, you remember that one trophy you got given above all else, don't you? Oh, and you also remember the ones where you felt like you deserved the trophy but didn't get it. Yeah, I, I got one I did not deserve, but got it. Did you? Yeah, I'll tell you that story in a sec. <laughs> Rochelle, what did you get? What was the prize you got? I received a um, certificate from the principal at primary school for excellence in stamping lunch bags. <laughs> oh. I, I still think that, because um, my maiden name was W, so I think by the time he got to the end of the alphabet, he didn't run out of things to write about. <laughs> <laughs> Do you um, think you deserved it? Like, were you actually good at it? Um, I think I was pretty good because my stamp was always straight and in the middle of the bag. <laughs> so what, what were you stamping on the lunch bags, Rochelle? Um, I don't know. It could have been my school. I honestly don't remember. I just um, I found a certificate about 10 years ago and I was like, what the hell? What's that for? It obviously meant so, something to you, the fact that you kept it all this time. I know. It's <laughs> amazing. Well, congratulations. A proud moment in your life. That's good. That's good. And you do remember it. And someone has texted in. Christine's texted in and said she remembers she won a, a bursary prize, like a scholarship yeah. in her sixth form year, which is now year 12, wow. to use in the seventh form. <laughs> then she decided she wasn't going to stay for seventh form. She was going to go straight to university and do a tertiary education. And they took the prize back off her. They said, well, if you're not doing seventh form, you don't get the <gasps> bursary prize. But oh. she needed it for her... She was smart. She was going straight there. Oh, that is stink. brutal, isn't it? Is. it? That oh, reminds me. They. I did get something that I definitely was not uh, deserving of. So <clears throat> when I was at high school, I, I got uh, this, this cup was with the Collins Cup for drama. Now, that made sense. I was in plays and productions and things. Mm. Okay, I'll take the Collins Cup. But I also got a badge and a ribbon for <laughs> honours in music. No, oh, I, what instrument did you play? No, that's the thing. I never played music. My sister did. So oh. instead of writing Cynthia Reeves, they put Jason Reeves. And so, and, and to this day, she was mortified at the assembly. I was like, oh, did I don't you, deserve this. Did but you go up and claim what, her card? What, what, what a terrible <laughs> sibling. <laughs> you, you, that is a, at the core of your character. This is a real flaw. <laughs> You say, but I didn't want to make the, the, the school feels thing and stop the assembling of wait, sorry, it's Jeez, not my claimed it. <laughs> Dude, but to be fair, if he was good at drama, he was probably a good singer. And technically singing comes under music. Maybe all this all these years later you actually deserved it. No, no, believe me, Cynthia took like about I don't know eight different instruments and she definitely oh, deserved that music. And Cynthia awards. never got her moment. Never got her I moment. Love it how you've still got it up on the fireplace just to just to annoy her. <laughs> I feel way. like we should give her her own ceremony. Yeah. We have to give it back. You're probably right. The Coast Breakfast Catch-Up with Tony, Jace and Sam. A change of pace now because it is a sad day in New Zealand. We've actually lost a New Zealand icon. Yeah, we have. Margaret Ehrlich has lost her two-and-a-half-year battle with cancer and so we're remembering her this morning. The year was 1985 and she burst onto the scene as part of Peking Man with this song, Room That Echoes. A year later, 
later, she was part of the Kiwi Supergroup Win the Cats Away. They won all kinds of awards with this song. Not to turn the country, Margaret Ehrlich then teamed up with Sir Dave Dobbin and helped him sing this. Margaret Ulich in the background. By the time 1989 rolled around, she was dominating, and when she released her first solo album, this song shot straight to number one. Love this song. Success kept coming and awards kept flowing and after touring Australia and New Zealand in 2019, she was inducted into the New Zealand Music Hall of Fame just last year. Sadly, Margaret Ehrlich has passed away at the way too young age of 57. Rest in love, Margaret Ehrlich. Tony Street, Jace Reeves and Sam Wallace. The Coast Breakfast Catch-Up. Was it a bow and arrow that you had when you were a kid? Because apparently, if you were in your 40s, they've done this thing, apparently over half of all people in their 40s owned the same toy. So think about the things you played with in your childhood. Was it, you know, um, Barbie, Strawberry Shortcake? Remember Strawberry Shortcake? I hope you didn't have a bow and arrow because uh, that would not be a good thing. Little little ones, you look the ends and they're stuck, the little sucker things on the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we used to make them too. I thought you mean like full, like, child psycho Bow and arrow. No, no, no. No, but did you make them out of bamboo when you're young and you have to yes. string them across the yeah, top? That's it's right. one of the greatest things to do with your kids. That's right, yeah. That Dangerous, was before BB but... guns came in and then you went, oh, Or this you is got like, um, like a little bit of pipe and like a, a finger of a rubber glove and you hold yes. it Yes, and you'd shoot like a, a piece of corn or something yeah, yeah, out of yeah. that. Yep, that's the one. They hurt. <laughs> they really Especially do. the frozen kind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you tape the glove on the end of it, eh? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you bring back some memories. Yeah, that's right. Smurfs or glow worms, remember? playing with those as kids? Glowworms. I went to my sister's house on the weekend and she's like, look at this. And she pulled out a glowworm and I was like, wow, that, that took me like 40 back. years. Right. Why, why did we, and this is the difference, right? Right now, if you're a child, there are a million toys you could get. Yeah. Back when we were kids, there were certain things that were in vogue. You either had glowworms, you had mm. care beds, you had G.I. Joes. Mm. There weren't masses of toys. That's right. So no. that's why we all remember them. Yeah, see, totally. a lot of them are coming back now, like Masters of the Universe, like He-Man and Skeletor and stuff, started to come back around again. He-Man. That's right, Skeletor and Battle Cat. I always wanted Battle Cat. I was lucky enough to have Castle Grayskull, though. I was Did you very, have the, I was the very lucky, yeah. Wow, yeah. man, you're a rich kid. <laughs> no, I was no. a girl, so I didn't have He-Man. Right, right, right. <laughs> but So what did you have then? Because they reckon that um, most people, 60% of us, in our, if you're in your 40s, 60% of us owned these when we were kids. Ooh. Oh, man, oh, you'd have to say... Um, that um, Barbies are on that list, wouldn't you? You'd have to say, surely. Yeah, so if right. I'm a couple years out of my 40s, do yep. you think I had one of these? I reckon you did. Okay. I definitely well, reckon it, you did. It was. I'll tell you what I had then. It was either a Barbie, it was a Care Bear. I reckon it's one of those two. Was it Cabbage Patch? Mm. Oh, cabbage Patch cards? Dolls. Cabbage Patch Dolls, that's right. No, no, no but I mean, there's the oh, garbage, garbage, garbage Patch. Garbage Patch. Garbage Pail Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Garbage Pail. Yeah. It wasn't that either. What Elastic? do you reckon it is? No. The Coast Breakfast Catch-Up with Tony, Jace and Sam. So they reckon that in people in their 40s, right, 60% of people in their 40s, now whether you are in your 40s or you've been in your 40s, and Tony, you're about to hit your 40s, apparently 60%. Thanks for the reminder, Jace. Oh, God, Jace, Jace that's brutal on no, Tuesday morning. No, I have no issues hitting right. my 40s. I mean, I mean no, you're younger than your 40s. That's the point I'm trying to make. You haven't even got to the 40s yet. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, how- 
Playing my 40th, guys. It's just approaching Jace. It's just a sore point. <laughs> no, it's, I actually, I actually feel totally fine about it. I really do. Okay. 60% of us owned these when we were kids. What do you think it is? Rollerblades. Yeah, rollerblades. Oh, not too bad, not too bad. Not... I, I'm going to go with a scooter. Oh, that's a good guess, a Oh, scooter. scooters weren't even in back then. My grandfather invented the scooter. No one had a scooter Did he really? in the 80s. Wow, well, I no can't one. back that up, but I'm pretty sure he's one of the pioneers. <laughs> Let's have a look at the phones. Is, he, is it Sandra? Hello? Hello. Hey, Sandra, what, did you, what do you think it is? Lego. Oh, great guess. Oh. Of course it is. Did we, we had Lego back then, Come on. We? It's not Lego. Even if that's not the answer, that's right. <laughs> you, <laughs> see, you know what I mean? Yeah. Did we have, we had Lego back well, then, Well, we, yeah. we had Duplo and uh, Duplo. We had those, those other ones that weren't quite Lego, the, 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 the beige-coloured ones. We definitely only had one set. No one had any more than one <laughs> set. You Duplo. Duplo's new. No, we, I had Duplo. Yeah, Duplo? Yeah. yeah. No, it's okay. not that. No, no, good, great guess, though. Keith, what do you think it is? I think it would be a skateboard. Ah, oh, that's a good oh, guess. Oh, yeah, you know, I, I loved. I couldn't do it very well, but I loved a skateboard. Yeah, oh, it's, every, it's, a, it's a symbol of coolism, isn't it? Well, it is. But other than when you watch your kid on a skateboard, you just know they're going to bang their head oh. at some stage. I was it, or break their wrist. I was, really, <laughs> I was a really cool kid who used to kneel on a skateboard and push uh, with the other foot. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> kneel everywhere. Uh, Tracy, what do you think it is? I think it's roller skates. You're right. Oh, it's roller oh, really? skates. Roller skates. See, I was wow. too. I was too modern saying roller blades. They probably weren't a thing, but skates were. Did you have skates? I 100 percent had skates. I did. Yep. Yeah. Sam, did you have skates? No, I didn't have skates. No, but I used to go to skate land. Tracy, do you remember what your skates were like? They were um, white with the red the red pieces on the bottom, the red knob for the stopper. Yep. Yeah, I think mine were exactly the same. And do you know what? Yeah. If you buy roller skates now, all the all the kids are um, rocking these ones called Impala, and they have like they are neon, and they have got the most like, amazing prints, glitter in the wheels. Yeah, we and, never yeah. had that. We just had white. <laughs> mm. yeah, coming you, back around. And when you go to Skateland now, it's padded. A lot of the oh. floors are padded, as opposed to just having a good hard concrete floor <laughs> to learn how to skate on. Kids these days got it so easy, haven't they? Sir Elton John, he knows how to kick it with the kids, doesn't he? He, kn- <laughs> he, he does. knows how to stay relevant. And you'll remember this one that he did with Dua Lipa that we've been playing on Coast. up one of the biggest stars at the moment, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, Lipa is very in. Controversial, now but better than the original, I'd have to say. What's controversial? Well, just the fact that this Dua Lipa version is better than the original song, which oh, is okay. hard to do about John. That's mm. a big call. It is. That's a big call. But he's gone with one of his other classics, and he's gone for more of a classic star, but such an icon in Britney Spears. Here's a little taster. I like it. I do too. And you know what? Britney Spears has had such a resurgence ever since she got out of her conservatorship. And she's on um, Instagram all the time. And I think the young people are all like hashtag free Britney. Yeah. So I feel like this is such a good time for them to bring out a duet. Oh, I don't know. I just don't know if he wants to tarnish his wonderful brand with, you know, the misgivings of, of Britney Spears. Because she is off the rails, let's be honest. If you've Anyone that's um, doing social media videos with a dog poo in the back is shot. <laughs> You know, everyone knows if there's a dog poo behind you, that's your first job, and that's where I'm at with Britney. I think Elton knows it's all about the clicks, and yeah. no one's not going to listen to that. Absolutely. With that, with that little sample that you play there, I'm struggling to decipher whose voice it is. Is it emerging of their two voices? No. So you can hear the Britney going. Err. But you know I, I can hear that. Elton within it though. Have another listen. You yeah. can definitely hear Britney Spears. Both listen. There. Oh, 
You hear them both just yes. then? It's both, eh? Yeah. Count the headlights on the that's, that's classic Britney Spears there, yeah. Question yeah. is, what's the best duet that Elton's ever done? Because he has done so many. Can you list them off, Jace? He's done yeah, a he's done, million of them. He's done Stevie Wonder, Shania Twain, Olivia Newton-John, Eminem one time at the awards. Um, remember Kiki D did this one with Kiki D? That. I think that is a classic. It is a classic. It's the OG. Although, when he did this one, now George Michael at the time was massive. He just left Wham and he was doing really good things. Massive hit for That's both amazing. of them. Remember he toured with Billy Joel for a long time when Billy Joel yes. was getting all the hits at the time as well, late mm. 80s, early 90s. And then just last Christmas, one of the biggest stars in the world, Ed Sheeran. John knows what he's doing. You know yeah, what this calls for? Mm. This calls for an Elton John duet off for our Friday faves this week. It totally does. Oh, yeah. we're in Hawaii. <laughs> can we do it from over there? Yeah, I guess why we can. not? Of course we can. Absolutely, yeah. Tony Street, Jace Reeves, and Sam Wallace. The Coast Breakfast Catch Up. <sighs> Right, science yawn time, three science articles, uh, and I have to try and get through them without Tony and Jace yawning three times. And I don't suspect they will today because these are good articles. Article number one, hologram technology allows women to answer questions at her own funeral. How neat is that? That's freaky. Why would you yawn that? That's freaky. Why would any normal individual want to do that? Imagine that though, Shreddy. You've passed away, then we're sitting down there, and then all of a sudden, you know, there's a few things I wished I could have asked, Shreddy. Yeah, because that's that's what you usually have at a funeral, a QA and a session. Give him two yawns for that. Don't yawn me out. I see where you're coming from, Sam. I mean, there were probably a lot of unanswered questions at that time. What I want to know is how do you pre-know what they're going to ask with a hologram? Who gets to ask questions at Sam's funeral? It's AI (laughs) technology. To police, probably. (laughs) You haven't missed the point here, Jace. It's AI technology. So actually it's based on knowledge of you and how you would interpret that question. So the AI is smart enough to then take over your voice and answer with a a, a decent answer. It's it's not even you answering. Give him another yawn. It's an Imposter. This is so lame. <laughs> Imposter at the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Article number two. Uh, scientists fed rats sugary soda for two months and they got demonstrably stupider. So Coke and Pepsi caused enough damage to the unfortunate critter's brains to trigger memory issues, cognitive impairment and cellular distress. Yeah, I believe it. Mm. Same. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I, mean I, I drink it, but... <laughs> <laughs> Lucky we're so much bigger than Does, rats. Don't <laughs> stop us. He's still got some time. <laughs> uh, article number three, scientists explain uh, why you have your best ideas in the shower. That's is, true, right? We all do if it. you don't shower regularly, Sam? What? Oh, <laughs> shots fired! Whatever, what happened? Such a good joke. <laughs> what? I didn't get it. Anyway, what <laughs> <laughs> I smell? You're drinking too many sugary drinks. <laughs> uh, people were more likely to have creative breakthroughs or epiphanies yeah. when they're doing habitual task tasks that don't require much thought. What effectively happens when we go into autopilot? Our brain starts to combine different sectors of our brain. So when we do it, um, yeah, different, um, more than a dozen regions of the brain connect, and that's why we have th- those wonderful epiphanies. So if you're an autopilot, your brain's freed up to do other stuff. I Correct. can think of other ah. times when we're on autopilot, yep. can't you? And it's scary. It's in the car, eh? When you're driving yeah. and you get you, home and you're like, 
How did I get here? Yeah. No one's getting up. my joke. Yeah, producer Shannon's looking at me. I'm O from 2 from Streety's Jokes. <laughs> oh, I didn't get the last one. I got the other one, but you lost oh, me the second if one. If anyone got that, text me the answer, 2699. <laughs> Streety's so happy with it. Anyway, I think I, I, to be honest, we're at the end of Science Yawn because that's all I brought to the party. Oh, good. That's what... Would you deem don't that say, a success? Don't say good. You guys yawn on the first <laughs> three yawns of the first story. Get your day started with Coast's Feel Good Breakfast. Tony Street, Jason Reeves and Sam Wallace, 6 till 9 weekdays on iHeartRadio and all across New Zealand. Find your frequency at coastonline.co.nz.